How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with away. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodie is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. The reason why you must fight. You're not here in the morning. And that is it. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Not in yourself. <laughs> not in your academic prowess. Not in your academic excellence. Be strong in the Lord. You can be strong in other things except the Lord. How do I become strong in the Lord? I'm glad you asked. I'll give you the answer very soon. Finally, my brethren, after your academic excellence, your PhD, your master's degree, your whatever, be strong in the Lord. Satan is not a respecter of certificate. He is not a respecter of achievement. He is a respecter of power. So Paul said, finally be strong in the Lord. Why should I be strong in the Lord? The power of it, my why? Put on the whole armor of God. It's not a matter of being strong alone. You must dress like a soldier. That you may be able to stand against the wars, the tricks, the schemes of the devil. Why should I do that? Because you are your battle is not flesh. We are the only people who are not permitted to fight physically. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That word is another one. I which is you will say that we fight not against flesh and blood. You use the word wrestle. So go back to WWE, is that what they call the word wrestling something? And go and watch Cork Hogan versus Mr. T. A wrestling is a combat. You touch me, I touch you. In wrestling. The weaker one can still turn with strength and win. If you are a little fan of wrestlers, you understand what I'm talking about. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So our battle is not flesh and blood. So everything I'm going to stay from now, if you are in flesh and blood, you will mix it. Mm-hmm. The devil will still use men against you by the spirit behind it. There is a spirit behind the man who doesn't want to approve your promotion. It's a spirit. Now this is how it works. The supernatural has two sides. Darkness and light. Everybody say darkness. Everybody say light. Now both of them cannot do anything on earth without a man. So light, which is the kingdom of God, cannot do anything without a man. Definitely the devil can only produce a counterfeit version of the original. So if God cannot work on earth without a man, then the devil cannot work without a man. Whoever one, whichever one you submit to uses you. So the way I'm standing here and submitting to Jesus Christ to use me, somebody has also submitted to the devil as a satanic agent. Today they are coming down. It is dangerous for darkness to make a party when light is not there. Anytime you see darkness, bring out light. That's all. So Paul is saying that we're wrestling not against flesh and blood. 
and he started putting them in some orders of hierarchy. So everything I'm going to say, it's content to this one. The reason you have to be a fighter is that the day you became born again, a battle started. Nothing just happens. If you see a smoke fire, and all you see the smoke traveling on air and it's going up, there's fire on the ground. It means there's no smoke without fire. Once you see a smoke, the next thing that must come to your mind is fire. A smoke cannot appear without fire. It's an artificial smoke. When you go to disco, you remember when you used to go to disco? They used to pump some smoke to be inside. It's an artificial one. It carries no substance. But rare smoke has fire underneath it. So there is a reason behind your trouble. Now this is it. That is why God said that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Why? They are not destroyed for lack of prayer. They are not destroyed for lack of fasting. They are fasting. They are praying. But because they lack knowledge, they are going nowhere. This is one thing about the devil. One of his major attack on your life is that if Satan is attacking you, number one, he doesn't want you to know that he's the one behind it. That is the only way he can continue his attack. So even knowledge is a key for deliverance. Knowledge. Amen. And let me qualify it to a biblical knowledge. Not ontology. Biblical knowledge is a key for deliverance. So once you discover the devil is behind it, you can fight. Paul said that these are the hierarchy of the demons. Starting from the smallest to the lowest. He said there's a set called principalities. There's another one called powers. Definitely. Hallelujah. It comes there. Huh? Principality powers. Huh? There's another one called what? What? Rulers of darkness. Of this world. And spiritual wickedness in high places. Spiritual wickedness in high places. It means that the closest ones among us that use witchcraft as principalities. What is a principality? Now watch this. It is a set of a demon Satan put in a certain territory within a certain perimeter. That is why every area there is a common evil you find there. Mm -hmm. Are you getting it? Any harbor city has a common spirit of immorality. So once you see that and it shows you the principality there is assignment. There are areas you go Object poverty. It means that the principality that is enforcing poverty. That's why sometimes if you are sensitive, you must relocate. So, principalities are there. Are you getting it? They control. Now, remember when Daniel prayed, there was an angel that fought, the angel that was bringing the answer. He's never called the prince of the kingdom of Persia. And he said that, when I leave, I'm going to fight another principality. Amen. So, there was a Persian government at that time. There was a Persian government at that time. But he has its counterpart principality in the spirit. If the church don't pray, they will pray. That is why it is important to build a house and dedicate it. It is important to buy a piece of land and pour on you before you start building. Because sometimes where you are building, years ago it was a cemetery. All kinds of things have been done. All lands are not the same. Jacob found himself in Bethel. He saw a ladder spanning from heaven to earth. Angels were ascending and descending. He said, hey, this is the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. So that land, that piece of land, where Jacob slept is a gate. If there is a gate to heaven, there is a gate to hell. Where you live, what kind of land is that? Yes. When we came here first, I wish you were here. We used to pray here. It was heavy. The place was heavy. Now it's broken completely. We were praying. You see cows came from the water. One day we were praying here. A black cow came from the water. So if you were there. Started hitting his head. Baba, everybody was running away. Strange cow. You see birds flying. Bam, they will fall on the ground. One day God said, go around this land. And anoint the borders of the land. And declare the no fly zone. It means they were flying. Principalities. Powers, rulers. Now, let me show you this. Robert, give me the chair. Look at how it works. So, which one is a principality? Watch this. Uh, a principality is the one that sits 
So, <laughs> a principality is the one that sits on the throne. So, there's a telling. Now, watch this. The Asante, he don't control Miochu. And the Ochi, he don't control Swedru. So, every kingdom has a territory it operates. The principality, huh? Huh? He said, we wrestle against, but against principality, against powers, against rulers. Once there is a principality, there must be a throne. The principality must sit on the throne. And when he sits on the throne, he must rule. And you can't rule without power. The reason why things keep repeated in your family is because there is a principality sitting on the throne. Now watch this. This is a mistake we have made and we are going to deal with it. Sometimes, eh, when we pray, we attack the principality by fire. And we send a lot of fire against the principality. So we move the principality from the throne. But when the throne is still there, another principality will come and sit on it. So this time, you must move all the throne plus the principality. So France used to have a monarchy and they cancel it. It means as France is not the rule of monarchy again, but princes still rule under monarchy. So what France did is that they are saying that the throne that rule, we don't want it. Once France moved the throne away from there, that throne becomes impotent. So it doesn't matter the principality you've driven away. If the throne is still there, they will come back. I don't care how many years a chief has died. Even if they have not instilled his successor, as long as the throne is there, one day somebody must be. So the principality, he sits and rules. He rules with power. Huh? And because it's the devil's kingdom, it must work with wickedness. So your family, there is a true. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't understand what you are talking about. So what is, this, what is the reason for all the things you are saying? I'm glad you asked. I'm saying that because of the picture I just painted to you. If you don't become a fighter, you can't become a winner. The day you go, because of this scripture, the day you were born into the kingdom, a battle started. You are fighting. You have to fight for everything. And I gave you 10 reasons why you must fight. And I started in the morning. And I spoke about the fact that you must fight to possess your possession. That is number one. You must be a fighter to possess your possession. Your marriage in future is your possession. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It means that there is no problem for the will of God for your life in, in heaven. But on earth, it can be interrupted. So Jesus said, let it be your prayer that when you pray, say that will be done. Tell somebody, lift your hand and say, Father, let your will be done. So the will of God for your life is that you must prosper at the age of 22. Be a millionaire by the age of 25 and marry at the age of 26. Have first twin set of twins at the age of 27. A movie. That is the will of God for your life. But on earth, you are still 30, you are not married. And the reason you are not married is because you are not a fighter. So you must fight to possess your possession. Number two, I said that what? You must fight to enlarge your coast. The second reason you must fight is that you fight to enlarge your coast. Hello? And the third reason you must fight is that you fight to defend yourself in your territory. Now, I like fighting to enlarge your coast. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. What a scripture that God promised you a land with milk and honey. Rise ye up. This is God commanding Israel. Says, and rise ye up. Take your journey and pass over the river and behold, I have given unto your hand Sion. Okay, thank you. Boy, if I have given to your hand full, why don't you make calls? It's yours. But in the spirit, it doesn't work that way. God said, when he still gives you something, you must fight before it becomes your. You become the bona fide owner. So look at what he said there. Look at it. I have given unto thy hand, Sion, the Amorite, king of Hezbon and his land. This territory here, from where this beautiful lady is setting up to here, is Sion. This place, 
It's Palestine. This place, let me show you the nations. Let me show you. Deuteronomy chapter 7. Let me show you. What it is from verse 1. Look at what God said. What it is. When the Lord thy God shall bring thee unto the land, whether thou goest to possess. Look. And has cast out many nations before thee. It means that the land you are going to possess, they were already a nation. I've cast out many nations before thee. And he started telling them, he died. What's the next one? Gagasite. What's the next one? Amorite. What's the next one? Canaanite. What's the next one? Perizzite. What's the next one? Hivite. What's the next one? Jebusa. All of them are some sight or height behind their name. And the Lord is saying that these nations are greater and mightier than you. So you are a weak person going to possess a mighty thing. It cannot be done without God. This is the reason why, you see, fasting is a psychological demonstration telling God that I can't do it on my own. Anytime you are fasting, you are telling God that my, my strength cannot accomplish this. This thing, I can't do it on my own. So I am fasting because I need you. That is why fasting means a lot to God. That is why every fasting prayer in the Bible, he answered it. No. I thought about something. Mordecai has come to tell Esther that. Haman has paid money trying to kill the Jews. You are the queen mother. Everybody knows you are a Jew. Don't sit there and think that because you are the queen mother, you will escape. Because the way the king signed the thing, it doesn't give you a way of escape. He said, but because we are children of God, enlargement and deliverance will come from another quarter, but you will perish. It means that Mordecai wanted Esther to intervene. He didn't give Esther the way to go and intervene. There were other options. Esther could have gone to buy a transparent nightgown and go and try to manipulate. Maybe it could have failed. She went straight and said, Me and Papa Nia saw coming for 30 days. It means that whatever Haman did there, the principality behind it was so strong that he made sure that Ahasuerus lost appetite for Esther. Woe unto you when enemy turn your helpers to be your haters. Esther told Mordecai, I have not been called to the king for 30 days. By the time a husband does not call his wife for 30 days, favor is slipping. He immediately went into the spirit and engaged in a weapon of fasting. By three days fasting, <laughs> let me put it this way, three days of fighting, the thing ten. If three days can ten, what about hundred? This is what gives me confidence. This is what gives me confidence in what I'm doing. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Now, so come back to Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. So the Hittite and, and God is saying that one of the people apart from the, the, the ones we mentioned there is another one called Amorite the king. He said I've given you his land. It means that the king was there. His army was there. The land is there. Right? The good thing about going to possess a land already. You can imagine that God give us God give Ghana Nigeria and say go and possess the oil the gas, all those things are already on the land. The central bank, everything. So you don't have a problem. God didn't give them a bushel. He gave them countries. But this is a condition. King of Hezbollah and his land, I've given it to you. Begin to possess it. Contend with him in battle. So God said, Nothing is free. Anything you don't fight for, you will not value it. Anything you don't fight for. So they value the land because they fought for it. Amen? So I gave it to that one. That's it. If you are not a fighter, you can be a winner. What is the first one? Fight to do what? Possess your possession number two. Enlarge your course number three. You need to fight to defend what? You're telling to number four. You need to fight to recover what the enemy has stolen from you. 
you need to fight to recover what the enemy has stolen from you. I heard somebody say, Amen. You need to fight to do what? To recover what the enemy has stolen from you. First Samuel chapter 30 and verse number 1 to 8. You need to fight to recover what the enemy has stolen from you. So the reason we are fighting is that the devil has stolen something from you. And it came to pass. And David and his men came to, to, to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites has invaded the south. And Ziklag and cemented Ziklag and burned it with fire. Ha! And has taken the women captives. So they, something has been stolen. That were daring, they slew not any. They didn't kill them. Neither great nor small, but carried them away and went on their way. So the men went to a place to go and work. By the time they came back, their wife and children has been taken away. It means that whilst you are sitting here, the question I want to ask you is that what has the enemy taken away from you? You need to fight. You need to fight. Did you get the point when I mentioned right now? You need to fight. Huh? To do what? To recover what the enemy has what? Stolen from you. And the next verse said that. So David and his men came to the city. And behold, it was burned with fire. That means their houses were burned. They are burned with fire. Their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Slaves. You can imagine David's wife becoming a slave. Taken captive. And the Bible said... David and the people that were with him, the men, the soldiers, the mighty men, lifted their voice and wept. The men sued. Hey, hey, crying. Some of them was appointed with their wife that night. When I say pray, you pray well. And they were coming with expectation. They met Catherine and Gra. The woman has gone. If taking them, the certain is that if you don't fight them, they will abuse them. They will maltreat them. They will mess with them. So, no room for delays. The longer you give the enemy opportunity, the more disaster he causes. The action must be now. Don't wait till your enemy gets root. If they start developing root, it is very difficult to approach them. And if they use a palm tree root, we are in trouble. The righteous are flawless like a palm tree. Do you know why? No wind can approach it. It is not possible for any weed to uproot a palm tree. It has many roots and they go down and they get established. A palm tree root can be equivalent to different kinds of demons fighting you. And before they get root, you must evict them. So listen, don't wait till, that's what I tell you, don't wait till problem come before you, you go and look for God. Let the problem come and meet you with God. Mm. It's a good point. I say, let the trouble come and meet you with what? God. And let's see who has power. The people that do know their God. The people that do know their God. Daniel said, the people that do know their God, they shall be strong. Not the people that go to church. They must, it's not enough to be a church member. You must know God for yourself. And David and the people that were with him lifted their voice and wept until they had no power to weep. Yes, definitely. When you weep, 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 weep. At times it's coming, the tears will get finished. No tear will come again. Because all the tears that is at the back of your head, they are all gone. Are you going to continue weeping and force it out? You put rub, it's not coming. You put this, it's not coming. You smell pepper in your eyes, nothing is working. No eyes coming. They weep until they have no... This scripture will never repeat itself. It will never repeat itself. There is no way in the Bible men weep until they have no strength to weep. It shows the way they love their wives. That night appointment was in vain. If a man travels for six months to America and is coming, and the wife picks him at the airport, everything the wife is talking is not important. 
the important ones will show up later on. And all the men shall say, I'm into what I'm talking about. If you are not a hypocrite, you didn't pick me for me to come and look at your face. I have not seen you for six months. It's not time for prayer. It's not time for fasting. Don't talk to me about taking communion. Once you are driving from the airport to your house, you are meditating. On your marks, set, pow! Come and see who's saying both. This is the bottom line. This man, that day it was a disaster. The woman has been taken captive. Apart from the father, the appointment is cancelled, no dinner. Man must work. The working ministry has been suspended and they cried. Soldier for issue. AK 47, bazooka, belt, bullet with tears. Can you imagine me <laughs> cry? You can imagine. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. Crying. And there's no strength to cry. You have cried enough. It's time for action. Don't let the devil see another tears in your eyes. You must go back to his kingdom and say, hey, now listen. Listen. And David, and David, and David, and the people, and the next verse said, and, and David, his two wives were taken captives. Have you seen the way the Bible specifically? It means that they're crying. This is the reason. God put it there. He said, two wives, and he know the Jesuite and Abigail, the wife of Nabal. Abigail was a beautiful woman that was married to a rich man who was a fool. Something about women, no matter how foolish you are, make money. They will marry you. No, it means a woman don't look for just wisdom. Like Naba would never have a, a wife. What are you talking about? Naba was a fool, but he's loaded. And the beautiful lady Abigail was following. What are you talking about? Didn't Abigail see that the man was a fool? So he saw the foolishness and he saw the money. And he decided that I will combine the two. This is the psychology of a woman. Cannot change it. Hallelujah. And the Bible said the two wives were taken captive. And the next verse, the Bible said, and David was greatly distressed. For the people to apart from that trouble, he is a leader. So the people think of stoning him. All the soldiers say, We be cool. It's because we follow you that all this trouble has happened. Today, my uncle, my abenquai, my appointment, everything is cancelled because of following you. What kind of thing is that? This is a disadvantage and a price for leadership. When they break through, oh, we thank God for our father. When trouble comes, their father didn't pray. I will not go into details. We'll talk about it next time. For the people's pack of stone here, because of the soul of the people was grief. Every man for his sons and his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the law. Price of leadership. Amen. Don't let your wife cry the youth you are crying. Be a man. Because when you start crying, your voice will be very deep. And the neighbors will see that there is trouble. Your wife's voice is very small. It is dangerous for your wife to be crying. You are crying. There is a place you cry small. For the healing of emotions. But after a few minutes, encourage yourself in the Lord. It means that go back and find your source. And the Bible said... David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. That is his source. And David said to Abira, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me Hita the ephod. And Abira brought Hita the ephod to God. It's a kind of system in the old days that they used to inquire of the Lord and talk to God. It's a contact to just raise God's voice. And David said to Abira, and David inquired at the Lord, saying, shall I pursue after this troop? 
Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? Now listen. You are dealing with Amalekites. Mm. I don't want to go into details. For David to inquire of the Lord, it was not an easy battle. It was some small, small boy. David could have got them cut off their hair. It means that you don't fight Amalekites with your own strength. I don't know the kind of enemy you are fighting. You don't deal with Amalekai with a naked eye. This kind that should not go except by fasting and prayer. That's what Jesus said. This kind. Other kind can respond to prayer. But this one, it doesn't respond to ordinary prayer. There must be fasting. And it must be a protracted one. All fastings are not the same. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue after this truth? Shall I overtake them? Look at the statement. And he answered, he said, David and call of the Lord says, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue. For thou shalt surely overtake them. And without faith, you will recover. This is it. How can you start a business without fasting? This kind of business you are going to do, how can you start without fasting? The background you come from, how can you marry without fasting? I did 21 days fasting with my wife. Three days to the wedding. I was like pencil. I was in the Bree Mountains in a camp praying. She has to leave Accra every day and come for us to pray. It's not me alone. This is it. 21 days. 21 days was the foundation behind the marriage. Because of where we come from. People were talking, and now they're fasting. They said, Oh, did you come here? Hey! Becoming fat and suffer. And slimming down and enjoy. Choose one. Some of you, all the fasting you are doing, no, I share. Eh? Now say that me try a scenario, Romy, and I'm trying to oh, try a scenario day. Who has given you a word for being fat? Look at verse 18. And David recover all that the Amalekite has carried away, and David rescued his two wives. So the soup has returned. The appointment, you can imagine that night. This is not an all-night prayer. This is all night in a supernatural gym. You are not in prayer. Kwame, do you understand what I'm talking about? I am Mumbai. No. After I have come to rescue you, I can imagine David carry his wife. He didn't forget about his daughters. If you have one of the bad sons, you can even sell him to the Abscamalakai. But the wife I carry. Yeah, that is why, listen, don't get out of the church. Hear me. If you want to see the strength of a man touch his wife, the church is Jesus' wife. Wow. If you step out of the church, you don't have defense. Jesus is the groom, we are the bride. That is why Jesus has two sides. He is a lamp and a lion. I am the lion of the tribe of Judah. I am the lamp of God. It depends on the size you want to see. If you are not a fighter, forget it. How many points do you have now? Hmm? You might fight to do what? What is the next point I gave to you? Huh? You need to fight to recover what the enemy has what? Stolen from you. David went there. What the enemy has stolen, he recovered all. You need to fight because you have a marching order from heaven to fight. Hey! When President Obama, you need to fight because you have a marching order from heaven to fight. President Obama, I was talking to a U.S. Army General and I said, I was watching a documentary about the killing of Osama or arresting of Osama Bin Laden. And kill him. And some of you, if you go to YouTube, you can see it and you watch it. The oppression. Now, whilst the oppression was going on, 
there is a small room in, in, in White House called, is it situation room or something? Something. And so they were watching everything live. And the man told me, if the oppression fail, Obama would have been in trouble. I said, why I say? Because he's the commander in chief. He gave the command. It means that the army in Ghana can never go to battle with the Kufadu signature. She must be responsible for their going to fight. We are an army. And Jesus be the commander said, you got to go out there and do what? And fight. Fight the good fight of faith. So we have a marching order. They take your husband, fight and get him back. You are not the only one whose husband has been stolen. If you go and cry to God, they have taken my wife, David. Your own is one. David one was two. It's not a girlfriend that is taking your husband. It is something that wants to distract your destiny. If you are not a fighter, you can't become a winner. There is no victory without a battle. When blasters win, they announce when they are coming. They tell us the plane will land 5.30. If they score them, they sneak into Ghana without anybody know. Cut my face. If you hear people marching with brass band, victory has happened. You can never throw a party if you have not fight a battle. There is no victory without a battle. One day, after 100 days fasting, if God blesses you, you have every right to throw a party. Because I'm returning from a battle. Receive grace for what I'm talking about. I say receive grace for what I'm talking about. We have a marching order from heaven to do what? To fight. Psalm 144 verse 1. Hear this. What is the marching order? Blessed be the Lord my strength. Oh, he teacheth my hands to war and my fingers. So anytime we come for fasting and we are standing, God is teaching you how to fight. Lord, they won't take it out. If he's teaching you how to fight, then he must create enemies for you. No bottom line. I like it or not. One day I had a God fired the devil from heaven and used him to train his children. Job, I'm ready to give you a double portion. But you have to go through the battle. He teaches my hand to war and my fingers to fight. What is the difference? You see how it starts? Everybody say war. war. Okay. Second word war. <laughs> British was in it. America was in it. Everybody was fighting Hitler. Russia. Now listen, there were casualties from countries. It does not mean it's over. Even when you lose the battle, you must win the war. Because a battle is in the war. It is when you lose the war that you have lost. Because Hitler lost the war. But some of the people that won the war, they lost some battles. There were some places that Hitler bombed them and destroyed, but eventually they won it. So even if you have lost, that is why the Bible said the righteous falleth seven times and rises up. Not that they raise him, he himself rises. Nobody raises the righteous. First marriage didn't work. Rise up. Do your makers. Put on your lipstick. Do your hair. Don't. If you see anybody that is not dressing again, He's looking because his marriage didn't work. He's living in a tomb. Yesterday is the tomb. Yesterday is the tomb. Tomorrow is a womb. Leave the tomb and enter a womb. Once you are in a womb, they will push you out. You are not permitted to live in your past. No. If you see him looking, looking haggard, and looking somewhere, he has not done his hair. Jesus is living in the past. He's still thinking about the guy who's not thinking about him. The saddest thing in life is to think about somebody who doesn't think about you. And Frank, and Frank, we now battle near Bombay. Pray that somebody will remember you. And pray that anybody who has forgotten about you, they put there. Frank, Lord, let Frank remember me. And at that time, Frank is kissing Elizabeth. Your name is not in the equation. No. Put yourself together. 
put on lipstick. That is what my friend Nigerian preacher call it lipstick. And put and become attractive. Huh? Another man will locate you. And the way you have never enjoyed marriage before. That guy, the way he will treat you. You are sitting in the hall watching television. And then he said, I want to go and see the said, No, I don't want you to walk. Me and Mouse. Then because you may be a work at you, I said, Is it worth lifting? The guy just wanted to build a small swing. You think that somebody just carried you to go and put there there and just be praying? The step to the bedroom is the price you pay. This is the bottom line. Hallelujah. If you are not a fighter, forget. You fight to defend your territory. You fight to possess your possession. You fight to defend what God has given to you. What is one? You fight because we have a marching order from heaven. He teaches my hand to war and my fingers to do what? To fight. Exodus chapter 15 verse 3. He teaches my hand to war. So all that God is doing with this fasting is that he's teaching us how to war. He knows we have lost something but I say go and take it back. He knows something is not going the way it's going. But he said at the end of it all I'll put an after you in your mouth. If only you are a fighter. And the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is a man of war. Everything produces after its kind. I say the child of a goat is a goat. It's not a discovery. The child of a sheep is a sheep. It's not a miracle. So the child of God is God. So if God is a man of war, his children must be children of war. Bottom line, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. There's something about God. And this is the thing I love about him. Much as he loves fighting, he has never lost a battle. So if he decides to fight for you today, you can imagine. You are sure of victory. You are sure of victory. May you put on your fighting dress. I am going back to the camp of the enemy. Let me give you the last one Then we pray. This one is a very dangerous point. You need to fight because sometimes when there is no war, there is no peace. True. You need to fight because sometimes when there is no war, there is no peace. It means that some people, somebody in your family, if he doesn't die, nobody will have their peace. Yes, sometimes when there is no war, there is no peace. Get it? Right. Do you know something? If the world didn't fight, Hitler could have taken over. He killed 6,000 Jews. His next, attack, his next attempt of killing was the Africans. You have never read it. Hitler said, Hitler said we are not supposed to live. We are not part of human beings. So you kill the Jews and kill Africans. So sometimes if there is no war, there is no peace. If you don't engage in a battle, you will never have your peace. If your Haman doesn't die, your gallow is waiting for you. In the day Kinoziah died, I saw the glory of the Lord. Who is your Kinoziah? Who is the Kinoziah in your family house? Who is the Kinoziah in your father's house? Don't pray for some people to repent because they are the seed of the devil. The seed of the devil cannot repent. God said, the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. The devil has seed. And some people, they are unrepentant enemy. And God doesn't spare them. God told so destroy the Amalekites. Don't spare anybody. So today, may your arrows hit the targets. I said, when we start praying, may your arrows what? Hit the targets. Why do you pray for Haman to repent? Pay money. It means that where? Haman's prosperity is for murder. Some people, when they prosper, multitudes die. Coronavirus is not a virus. It's a contact for others to make billions. They belong to high-level secret societies. They are agents of Satan. You are not spiritual. That is why you are judging everything natural. 
Everything in the spirit comes from the supernatural. Everything in the beginning, God created the heaven, the supernatural. He created the earth, the natural. So the natural comes from the supernatural. If you have not won the battle in the supernatural, forget it in the natural. I wish you, you I wish you become spiritual. My Bible says anyone who is spiritual judges all things spiritual. So me, when the virus came, I didn't go into the natural. That is judging spiritual. No. You can you have to only be in the spirit for it not to affect you. Oh yeah. It's, it's possible that all of us here, the virus has passed and it has come to us, but it has no power over me. No. 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 What is inside me? No, forget it. Hallelujah. If you are not a fighter, <laughs> you are not on God's timetable. Forget it. Go to sit there. When Herod stretched his hand and vexed setting of the church, Acts chapter 12, he took James and killed him. How did James die? The church didn't fight. So if you don't fight, your loved ones will die. You have to be a David in your family to rescue your family, your country and your family from the hands of Goliath. If you are not a David, you can't. That is why I say, to be a fighter, you need an anointing. We are going to go too much. Tell somebody, I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry. Can, can, can you feel the spiritual anger inside you? Can you feel the holy anger boiling in the inside of you? I pray that the devil will not steal your business. She will not steal your family. From today, the devil will not have access in your finances. You are going to go back to the camp of the enemy. Hey! David walked to the camp of Amalek and took his wife. You must go there. He has swallowed down riches. So sometimes your money is in the belly of a python. There is a spiritual python holding your billions. This week, they will vomit it up. The weapons of our warfare, they are not canna. They are mighty true God to the pulling down struggle. I know if I'm not a warrior, I won't be where I am. This guy, I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. If you want to see my strength, become in Tokwa. I'm a warrior. It is dangerous for you to become my enemy. Mm-hmm. When I get into the spirit, you are in trouble. Hallelujah. Because I'm a fighter. What? The territorial spirit here knows me. They can recognize it. You are sitting down. In the night, your children are shouting, Hey, hey, hey. And you are there. Hey, hey. But I'm afraid of you. It's for him. It's not every time you call your pastor. No. Come and say, Satan, what are you doing here? Who gave you this address? Are you not holding a wrong address? By the fire of the Holy Ghost. I engage the weapon of the sword of the Spirit. I engage the sword of the Lord. I invoke the blood of Jesus. Hey, Mr. Devil. You see the devil say, sorry, 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 sorry. Wrong address. Calling your pastor. Nanutia feeding bottle, I know. Say you should pray. What prayer can he pray? No, you are deceiving yourself. Don't make pastors gods. You to your pastors to God. Don't live your life as if when your pastor is not there, you cannot survive. There is nothing you not know, calling for reinforcement. But sometimes start the battle yourself. That is why in this house, we don't train people with pray for me. We train them with pray with me. Yes. Mm. In the battle, the captain and the corporal, all of them fight. Mm-hmm. Every one of them can die. There is a captain in every troop. Both the captain and the subordinates, a bullet can hit every one of them. So the captain must be careful. The followers must be careful. 
This is the bottom line. Unfortunately, a generation has been trained wrongly. Wrongly. All this sorcery. No. And yet they be an the show to get deliverance. Sometimes they soon will give you a running stomach. There's a place you lay your stomach down. Hundred days I'm not eating. If there is a God in heaven and he answers by fire, if you answer Esther three days, if you answer Nineveh three days, if you answer Daniel 21 days, Lord, I'm going hundred days. Where are you? And God will show up. Oh, he's a faithful God. I see you in your matrimonial home next year by this time. I see your visa and your passport given to you. I see your green card handed over to you. I see you moving to your own house. I see a contract you have never received before. Shall ye? You will pass all your exams. Because you are a fighter. If you are not a fighter, you will not be a winner. I see the anointing of diversity. Amen. Other three ideas are going to give to you. Yes. You will start other businesses that will flourish. <laughs> when this one is not doing well, the other two will be doing hey. well. There will be no place for failure in your life. Jesus. Receive the anointing to fight. Reasons why you must fight. Right? I have never thought about it until God showed me today. Do you know the woman we call the woman with the issue of blood? She's a fighter. Yes, sir. She's a fighter. She never gave up. The Bible says he has spent all his substance, but you are still looking for solution. Uh-huh. You are the only one who give up. Small thing, you give up. Small thing that you give up. Small thing that you are crying. Small thing. Huh? You are too pampered for God to use you. Your pampering spirit will kill you. The kingdom suffered violence. It means only fighters can take it. The kingdom suffered violence. Only fighters can survive. The king, he said, from the time of the John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence. And the violence. No fighter is gentle. No fighter. No fighter. No fighter is gentle. You need to fight because sometimes where there is no war, there is no peace. Second mm. mm. Samuel chapter 7. Verse 7. What it is? In all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, spark I a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me a house of cedar? Let me read from verse number one. They will understand. Let's read from verse number one. And it came to pass. When the king sat in his house. And the Lord has given him rest. Run about all his enemies. David. Fought until one day. When he wake up there was rest. So sometimes when there is no war. There is no peace. If David didn't fight. All this nation could have given him rest. He fought. Give me the new living translation. Trahona kika was about a bobusu. Not Traho. A creature said, Hm, you go so. No. 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 Hm. One day I was in a long waiting. I got to 35th day. I couldn't sleep. I realized I cannot sleep for even one hour. And I was in tears. I said, Lord, I have to sleep. When heaven responded, and you see, when you are in such a fasting, you become sensitive to heaven. God said, which soldier sleep in a battlefield? He said, do you want to leave? Where you have come to in a battlefield, your enemies are there, you are here, you are holding a gun, and you say, we should, a gun, and you say, we should let you go and sleep. When King David was settled in his palace, and the Lord has given him rest from all the surrounding what? Enemies. He fought until he had rest. No war, no peace. No battle, no peace. If you don't fight, you will never have financial rest. If you don't fight, you will never have marital rest. If you don't fight, you will never 
have peace because we fear in your papa. Today, something dropped in my spirit in the bathroom. I asked the Lord a question. Why is it that Africans don't celebrate success? He said, because your success exposes their failure. So, one of the reasons you have to be a fighter is that anytime you succeed, it has exposed somebody's failure. And there are two ways they will want you to come back to their position so that nobody will know they are fair. So if you are not a fighter, that is what I told you. You need more price to stay at the top than the price it takes you to move to the top. It is easy to get to the top, but staying there is the matter. It doesn't cost you anything to marry. It is easy to put things together and get married, but staying in the marriage is where the price comes. Down to your feet. Not your ground. Now, send me a little question. Give me the next verse. Watch this. The king Simon Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of the Lord is out of out there in the tent. Today, something came in my spirit. The next generation of David is called Solomon. Everybody says Solo. Solo. Look at. First Kings chapter 5 from verse 1 to 5. King Hiram of Tar had always been a loyal friend of David. When Hiram learned that David's son Solomon was the new king of Israel, he sent ambassadors to congratulate him. Watch this. Among the enemies, one particular king made a league and was David's friend. David has fought up in fact, in the history of Israel, it's only David was able to conquer all the land. Even the present generation has not been able to conquer it. Some are still with Palestine. Some are still with Jordan. David conquered the land and fought. And according to the scripture I gave to God, give me rest from his enemies. This is Solomon's story. Go to the next verse. Watch this. Then Solomon sent this message back to Hiram. Hiram, whatever you call it. You know that my father David was not able to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord, his God, because of the many wars. So even his children acknowledged that the guy was a fighter. Many wars. Because of the many wars waged against him by surrounding nations. He could not build until the Lord gave him victory over all his enemies. So as for David, fighting was his food. You can never be a warfare strategy without reading the Psalms and reading about David. Go to the next verse. Watch it. But now, the Lord my God has given me peace on every side. I have no enemies and all is well. Let me show you the difference. David's own was with the soul. Solomon's own was is the waste. This is the truth. This is Egyptian president's daughter. This is Amalekite president's daughter. This is Philistine president's daughter. This is Jebusite president's daughter. David used Saul to kill these kings. Solomon and Mary all their daughters. Now you can't fight me when I'm, I'm your father-in-law. Now hear this. So this artificial one didn't last. By the time he was there, he was a madman. The Bible says his heart, his wife turned his heart from the Lord. So you either you see a sword or your waist. Cannot be neutral. A Jumana woyeno. I just saw you see in a chair. And then you mean a Jumana. Which one? So there are two differences. If you are not a fighter, you don't have a future. This is the difference between David and Solomon. He teached my hand to walk. David, God takes him on a training ground. Say, David, take a sling. I'm telling you, the guy was a fighter from his youth. In the wilderness, he fight the lion. He fight the bear. He fought Goliath. His president was chasing him. He survived. His son chased him, he survived. 
David fought up today. Listen, he also became the greatest king. If you go to Israel now, every important building, David's name is on it. The first two powerful hotels in Israel, David's name on it. On it. King David Hotel and David Citadel. Parliament, everything. When you look at the way they celebrate David, as if there were no other kings in Israel. If you don't use a sword, you will not be remembered. Today, engage in a battle. Excuse me, you calling me? Look at Solomon. Solomon became a disaster. It means that women can turn wisdom into foolishness. Emma, to me. It's a blessing to enjoy one woman for the rest of your life and stay pure for Christ. You will, you will never come this far by accident, you will be tempted. Unyeska, women will come after you. Unyeska, men will come after you. If you are beautiful, men will come after you. You must be solid in the Lord. King Solomon, Nebuchadnezzar. Became a madman. Mad. Later he was talking, he said, vanity upon vanities. And some ignorant preachers has preached it. And when you make money, it's vanity. It's an insult. The riches that Solomon called vanity, he didn't ask. God gave it to him. All he has is wisdom. God said, I will add riches. God cannot give you something that becomes vanity. You are the one who tempt. Matter what prosperity is, if you can't handle it well, you are in trouble. I'm telling you. You are in trouble. You are in trouble. Women are too powerful to have two. The kind of voltage that run through them is too dangerous. This thing I'm talking spiritual is a deeper revelation in my spirit. Sure. To naked a woman that God doesn't see as your wife is a death sentence. We have died a lot before we became Christ. It's mercy that survives us. Mercy. That is why we say salvation, nobody can boast. It's a gift from God. God loves you. Daddy Empa, uh, Sapele, Wawa, Odum, Prampro, every bed you climb. The hotel they fornicate with you, uh, your room is a standing order. Room 202 is for you. Standing order. Some of you, uh, you must fight immorality from your background. That polygamy spirit, it must be broken. It takes an anointing to be satisfied with one woman for 70 years. Share. Can you imagine you are eating one food for 70 years? One of my mentors today, he celebrated 54 years of his marriage. I read it. I say, Lord, grace. Fifty-four years. That man of God has ate one manna for fifty-four years. Whoa, manna, cucumber, garlic, pineapple, abrobe, agberikekro, kratchewiyesu. Everything you are eating today be a fighter. Don't stain your dress. Let your past be buried in the blood. And never wake it up again for the rest of your life. How many are ready to fight? Yeah? Pray this prayer point from your intestines. It will oh, don't let it come from your throat. It must come from here. Ooh, ooh. Let go of Elijah said the effective fervent prayer. He said the heartfelt prayer.
hair of the righteous. Not neck felt. Not mind felt. Hannah told Eli, I have poured my soul before the Lord. And God heard it. What is the first reason you must fight? To possess your possessing. What is number two? To enlarge your coast. It means that if you don't fight, you will stay in one bedroom house to Jesus comes. You never own another property. You fight to enlarge your coast. Amen? What's the third one? To defend yourself and your territory. What is the fourth reason why you must fight? To recover what the enemy has stolen from you. What is the next thing you must fight? You have to huh, fight because you have a marching order from heaven to fight. What is the last one? Sometimes you have to fight because when there is no peace, there is no war. David fought and God gave him rest round about. Lift up your two hands. Say, Father, as I lift my voice in prayer and pray this prayer point, let the God of heaven answer me by fire. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.